0: This is Beyond Zero, and I am David Meyer, Facing Goliath. My fascination with underdogs started a long time ago, when I realized that my father was a diehard fan of just about every underdog team in New York, namely the Mets, Jets, Islanders, and Nets. I was born in 1985, and that next baseball season, the Mets won the World Series in 1986. As they said, the bad guys won. The Amazons. The bond I had with my father, Dean Meyer, was an unbreakable bond. And so, of course, I would never dare root for any other team. I was born against all odds, considering I'm a surviving twin, born premature. Eventually got my doctorate against all odds, being learning disabled. Wrote a book against all odds. Played college baseball against all odds. Clearly, I've embodied the word underdog. Underdog. My favorite movies include Rudy, Rocky, Field of Dreams, many stories of underdogs. If I go back far enough, when I started playing ice hockey, my theme song was, I get knocked down, but I get up again, you're never gonna keep me down. In case you're either too young or just don't remember the name of that band, it was Chumba Wumba, and that song is titled Tub Thumping. Don't ask why. I was 12, and I was getting knocked down on the ice, skating through opponent's legs, and playing scrappy ice hockey in the corners, as Dad taught me. I guess I'm still just playing scrappy in the corners of life.
1: All right, David, go, go.
0: I was never a goal scorer. So for me, as you can clearly tell, Once again, I embody the term underdog, embrace it to its core, and wear it as a badge of honor. As a matter of fact, being doubted and feeling like the underdog has fueled me. So in this episode, I wanted to focus the topic on how this sense of doubt and badge of honor as an underdog fuels so many people to believe deeply in themselves and for some to do the unthinkable. Beat Goliath. What has fascinated me most recently about the term underdog is how it can apply to so many. For instance, not just in sports or related to physicality. As I have spoken to many people asking them if they identify with the term, perhaps not surprisingly, many women and people belonging to minority groups identify with this term underdog. But the meaning is different depending on who you speak with. For me, I wear it as a badge of honor. But to some they feel that this is a stigma or classification for feeling less than or incapable. So I do want to preface that what I share in this episode might not be felt the same way by everyone and I think it's important to one day better understand this. And I even wonder at times if thinking of myself as an underdog has ever hurt my sense of self in situations. But for the most part, I've always felt that it has deeply driven me. When others doubted me, or I doubt myself, it's motivated me to work harder at certain things. Whether it was practicing a sport, working out in the gym, or being a perfectionist with my work. Does this mean that within this doubt exists belief or optimism? I've also wondered why others who doubt themselves or are doubted by others don't also embody this sense of being an underdog, using it positively as fuel. Is it that some do not hold any belief in their abilities? Is it simply a coping mechanism some have versus others that face this doubt? Either believe the doubt and withdraw or doubt the doubt somehow? Clearly there is something going on with those that are quote unquote underdogs who achieve greatness, creating the upset. Funny that word used is upset. Truthfully, there's an underdog in almost any competition. One team that is slightly favored, and one that's not. Just ask Vegas about that. They'll show you the odds, corrupt or not. Instead of just getting my word on this, I spoke with one of my friends and fellow physical therapists who also identifies with the term underdog. Bryant Velota is a Peruvian-American physical therapist, MBA, licensed athletic trainer, an absolute baller of a basketball player, especially for a guy just a few inches taller than me at best. Recently we played some one-on-one, and although it didn't take much to embarrass my ass on the basketball court, basketball was never my thing, although fun fact, I did go to basketball camp for a summer. Bryant strongly identifies himself as an underdog. I feel like I'm gonna have a heart so I wanted to get his unique take on the topic of doubt and being an underdog when we recently played basketball. As an underdog, does the doubt drive the work ethic? Does that fuel your belief or does that hinder your belief when you doubt yourself and others doubt you?
1: It fuels your belief. It fuels my belief in myself. Without that fuel or fire, I'm never gonna be where I want to be. I'm never going to accomplish what I want to accomplish. So it's definitely fuel to the fire when someone says that I can't do something, that it's too hard. You feel like underdogs can lead others or the underdogs have to be led? I think underdogs should be both, because you have to learn from people that are in front of you. If you're an underdog and you don't take advantage of that, you'll never be able to accomplish what you really want to, who you really want to be. Because uh, there's other underdogs that have been there and done that and can influence the way that you go about your business. Underdogs, they have like an imposter syndrome. Because even though we make it to a certain level, we still have something inside ourselves and we doubt. Even though that, even though we made it so far,
0: the conversation about can underdogs lead is an interesting one. I always remember learning that a lot of times, who's voted in elections has come down to charisma and physical attractiveness. This is called. The halo effect in psychology. But doesn't it make sense to have those that defy all odds to be in leadership positions? If anyone has superpowers that we must harness, aren't these people them? Yet, still, to this day, underdog is still underdog, the favored loser, so to speak. Perhaps they should start to be known as the unlikely winner, the upsetter. Or how about the blue dog, the one that Works harder and certainly not under the opponent, but rather above the opponent. Doubt and belief are important elements to understand here. Where does doubt come from, and how do we find belief within ourselves when doubted? Whether it's negative self talk or straight bullying, how do we learn to become a believer and take the action necessary to create that upset? Is it from those around us? Is it luck of the draw? A learned behavior? Or something else. From my own experience, it seems like it comes from a learned behavior. Perhaps surprising myself or others that I can do what others thought I couldn't. As a matter of fact, check this out with what I would do bench pressing back in the day. Yeah, when I was a lunchbox. As tall as I was wide, benching 335 pounds. For two reps, actually. I'd be in the gym and I'd find the biggest guy in the room to spot me when lifting. This was... What now feels like a hundred years ago as I'm now making my comeback, but I'd find the bigger dude somehow inspired me to push harder and show off what I was able to do. Maybe lift a heavier amount of weight than the bigger dude on top of me that was spotting me. But would I have felt that if I never had seen the proof of what I was capable of doing? So it seems to me the key to embracing your underdog within is seeing the incremental abilities you possess. Somehow finding a way to surprise yourself or others. What have you done in your life that was a straight surprise? Maybe it was a time you spoke up and shocked everyone. Or a time when you turned heads in a sport. Maybe you ended up doing something without even thinking about it and made something fantastic happen. Seeing glimpses of the impossible starts with what Fred Luthens has called Positive Psychological Capital, or PSYCAP. This work has been based off of the positive psychology movement started by Martin Seligman. Quote unquote, and I quote, psychological capital is defined as an individual's positive psychological state of development by Fred Luthens et al. in 2007, which is characterized by having high levels of hero, the four elements of hope, self efficacy, resilience, and optimism. So, once again, how does a self perceived underdog strengthen one's level of self efficacy or belief in oneself to overcome? either self-imposed or external doubt. This comes into question one's amount of PSYCAP, or positive psychological capital. And when it comes to these four elements, hope, efficacy, resilience, and optimism, the question is what predisposes certain individuals to strengthen these, or what conditions allow for them to flourish? Well, first off, some studies have found that up to 53% of genetics might account for dispositional hope. And 47% of hope might be related to non-genetic factors in the environment, according to Shatterverde et al. in 2011, published in the Journal of Leadership and Organizational Studies. This means that perhaps more of our genetic predisposition might play a bigger role in how hopeful we are. The first element in hero for our positive psychological capital, but think about this, if our environment does play that heavy of a role and potentially even influence our heritability of hope, then we should be paying attention to the necessary conditions in our environment for hope. There's also been found perceived social support might increase levels of hope. There's also five predictors that have been found to positively impact hope, which are positive affect, life satisfaction, optimism, self-esteem, and social support. Also, faith in a higher power may predict optimism. One paper titled "Why Are Optimists Optimistic?" by Soul et al., published in the Journal of Individual Differences in 2011, state that some researchers have found that family adaptability and having a family member that was perceived as an optimist also predict optimism. But through my research and reflection on my own life, putting this episode together for you. What stands out to me is the idea behind optimism growing within us from seeing what we are capable of doing. This can be looked at as self-efficacy or even to a degree, self-esteem. Building on the small wins. Especially through the perseverance during tough times. After all, why would we have any belief within dark times if we didn't have some sense of inner belief? Perhaps belief and doubt are not simply two ends of the same spectrum, and one can possess doubt and belief simultaneously. This is where I want to leave this. By telling all of you out there that just because you doubt yourself or others might doubt you, doesn't mean you can't grow your sense of belief, optimism, and hope to crush your adversaries. Somehow this doubt can even fuel you. How? Once again, by leaning on your past victories. Think back to a time when you beat a version of Goliath. Maybe it wasn't something at that time that felt spectacular. But that time you defended yourself against the words of a bully, spoke up in a situation, hit the ball further than you ever had, aced a class you thought you would have flunked. Build on those small wins. One day I hope to better understand the differences of doubt and belief and how they might be different altogether. But in the meantime, It's time for us underdogs to grind. Thanks for listening and take care.